If I wouldn't have gotten married, I don't think I would be in the place I would be. Yeah. If I'm out here hurting this woman, this woman, this woman, this woman, mm -hmm. how can the Most High look down on me and say, you're doing something great and I want to elevate you? I feel like every day I go to work, I'm still not free. But at the same time, I would do it because those chains work better than McDonald's chains. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. If you in tech and if you have a nine to five, use your nine to five as leverage yeah. to catapult your lifestyle. Yeah. Like Storm Lever always say, your nine to five should be your first business partner. All right, look, y'all. We talk a lot about getting to the bag in tech. You can get to the bag, you can scale the bag, you can start a tech business, you can do all these different things in the industry. But we don't talk enough about what do you do with that bag to trickle it into several other bags and do other things in life to create true freedom. Because look, as much as I'm a huge proponent of people getting in this industry, grinding hard, working hard, making amazing money, enjoying the benefits, the perks, all of that, at the end of the day, the goal is truly freedom. Financial freedom, freedom to spend time with your family, freedom to do the things that you want to do with your time, your money, your resources, your purpose. And realistically, yes, you could definitely do that. A lot of people are doing that, making 150, 200,000, half a million dollars plus in tech. Nevertheless, those people that are still living that way are entirely still chained to their job. And they're not able to do the smarter things to take that money, put it into other things to scale that and have that true freedom sooner rather than later. So our guest that we have today, uh, first off, he's in tech. He's been doing a lot of amazing things in the industry. But beyond that, he's been taking his tech bag and been able to do some incredible things in his life. And we're going to talk about it today, how you can take that tech bag, flip it and do some other incredible things with it. Go ahead and give a virtual round of applause. Put the fire emojis, the clapping emojis, the, the, the 100 emojis, the, the, the celebration emojis. Tap your steering wheel if you're driving in the car because we don't want you to wreck. For our guest today, Chris Jackson. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Thanks for being on Texas. No, man, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, Definitely. Bro. I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey, man. So, look, bro. We got some stuff to talk about. We got some stuff to talk about. So, listen. Mm -hmm. So, you get in the tech bag. You're also, you're also a trader. So, one, you're a trader. Mm -hmm. You're a business owner. You also get into the tech bag. Yeah. So as those different components, please tell us why should someone care to get a job in tech? Because right now, everybody's like, oh, no, nah, man, don't get no job. Don't work for the man. Right. <laughs> no, nah, man, just just take whatever money you're getting, start a business mm -hmm. with it, or take the small bag that you're getting and put it into investments. Why would you say, hey, yeah, all of that's good, but you should also consider a job in tech? Right. I'm be honest with you. So tech truly changed my life. Yeah. Before I got my first tech job, I was at a company for nine years. And I was making I started off making eleven dollars an hour. Yeah. After nine years, I was making seventeen dollars an hour. I got a six dollar raise. After nine years. Nine years. So it didn't even keep up raise. with inflation. No, by no means, right? So I quit, right? I, I love the movie Baby Boy, not Baby Boy, but uh, Boys in the Hood. Oh yeah. When uh my man walking in Neil Long's house crying, fighting the air, and all that good <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah, all that good stuff. So I wouldn't so me and my uh, wife's now, but she's my fiance at the time, I walked into the house. See, I can't do it no more. I cry, mm. throw my arms, and all that stuff. Right? <laughs> I didn't love that part of me, so it's perfect time to do it. But I was really, I was really hurt. I was in tears, right? Yeah. And she's like, you know, do what you gotta do. So I think like six months before I went, and I quit. Yeah. And I went to working at Lowe's. They was paying me ten dollars an hour for like two months. And oh. then I got my first tech job. Yeah. These uh, August twenty twenty August twenty fifteen, I got my first tech job Man. at Wells Fargo as a technical project manager. Yeah. Making forty dollars an hour. I'm like, holy crap, on a contract. Ooh. Right. So, wait, real quick, wait, 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 w
you work somewhere for nine years. Nine years. They put you, you got up to after nine years, you said 17 an hour. 17 an hour. You were frustrated. Say, mm-hmm. I'm not taking this anymore. I'm not nope. taking, I'm not accepting this. You left. Mm-hmm. But then before God elevated you, first yeah. you took a drop down to 10, 10 bucks an hour. $10.35 an hour at Lowe's. Ooh, oh, he remember the, the yeah. 35 cents. <laughs> exactly. He felt that. Exactly. Every penny. 35 yeah. cents. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up doing a tech role at a, at a traditionally a non-tech company. Because, mm-hmm. again, I tell you all all the time, you can do a tech job at a non-tech company. Yes. You could do a non-tech job at a tech company. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of different ways to kind of get to the tech bag and, and some some different angle. Mm-hmm. But you jump from ten bucks and ten dollars and thirty-five cents right. an hour to you had a quadruple increase mm-hmm. to forty dollars an hour. Which for those of y'all that know your math and know your <laughs> know your annual salary, that's eighty k a year. year. Exactly, bro. Whole life change. I bet. Whole life change because now my whole thought process. I was surviving off of seventeen dollars an hour. Yeah. Now I'm making forty dollars an hour. Now my family is taken care of. The things that I'm behind on getting caught up on. Yeah. And now I can actually go out there and try to do additional things, mm-hmm. right? Because tech is actually this job is taking care of everything, and I didn't yeah. even know this stuff existed. I never oh. knew this stuff existed until I quit my job. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 hold up, because, because, mm-hmm. all right, y'all, y'all know what it is. <laughs> most people that find out, I'm not gonna say most people, mm-hmm. but. As far as I've been able to tell, most of our audience, mm-hmm. at least the people that come to us, they say, yo, I didn't know about this industry. Yeah. Or at least I didn't know that this industry was such an opportunity that I could leverage until maybe watching Tech as a New Black right. or seeing uh, seeing content from different mm-hmm. tech creators. But you just literally fell into the industry. Yeah. It's crazy. So my brother-in-law, he worked at, he worked for Duke Energy at the time. Yeah. And he actually uh, sent me, like, he knew I had quit my job. So he sent me, like, a list of, like, 10 recruiters. Mm-hmm. So I sent the uh, email out to the recruiters. Didn't think nothing of it. And next thing I started getting some hits back. So I actually went on my first interview with the recruiter. She looked at my resume. She said, what does this, what did you do with this, at this job? You said the operational support. So she, I broke it down. She said, no, change that to data analyst because what you're doing is a data analyst. Because the jobs don't know what an operational support is, but they know what a data analyst is. Yeah. So I changed that. Next thing, you know, I'm getting interviews here, interviews there. Mm. And I finally locked one in. All praise the most high. Yeah. It was, the interview was crazy. I locked one in, making $40 an hour at Wells Fargo. Changed my life. Brother. It's crazy. It's so <laughs> it's crazy. Cra- it's so wild mm. how something as small as tweaking what the name the of something of your is role. did mm-hmm. could you know that's low-key why i feel like there's like <laughs> there's a word in that it's like there's something as small as as changing the word mm-hmm. that could change the trajectory of your life and it's like low-key i wasn't even trying to go there because i'm thinking about it it's like sometimes we think about even the power of our words right. power, power in the name but it's like real facts yeah. it's like there's something that seems so small. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, just change your thinking. Yep. And it's like somebody's like, no, man, that's that's not possible. Change your thinking. Yo, stop changing it to it's not possible to ch- just drop the not change it to it's possible. It's possible. And it's like you you change that word, it could change the whole trajectory of your life. Exactly. Bro, that's crazy. Exactly. One word. It's crazy. Man. Hey, come on now. One word. Hey, come on. Go <laughs> crazy with that one word. Hey, hey, one word. Look, look, look. <laughs> hey, look, bro. That, that's fire. So you, so you got an industry, eighty k. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Love yep. it. Love it for you. When, when was that? That was twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, 
So you got in as a you said a data technical was a technical project manager at Wells Fargo. Okay, technical project, project manager, manager at Wells Fargo. Fargo. Yep. Project management is booming right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's Beautiful. crazy. All right, so you got in as a technical project manager. Mm-hmm. What did you do in your career after? And, and my bad. First, let me let me let me pivot back. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I want to make sure because I know people in the comments gonna be like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, don't move past that. You got to touch on that answer. <laughs> so that's how you got in the industry. Okay. For someone who is are like, okay, okay, cool, that's cool and all, but why should I not just go ahead and just just jump out here, jump off the porch and yeah. start a business or do like what like what benefit is there for me to get in tech and how can that benefit my life in other ways? Two things I say, right? Freedom. Yeah. Cause you in tech for my roles, I had a lot more time on my hand, right? Yeah. Second thing is now you have something to bankroll your business. People think going into business is just simple. You need something to bankroll your business. <laughs> you know. Just talked about man. Got a baby. Come on now. Got a baby. Come on now. So you think about I went from seventeen to ten to forty. That's a huge gap of money that I can bankroll anything that I'm trying to do now. Right. I wouldn't have had if I was just doing. You know, if I would have straight the business, life still got to be paid. Mortgage got to be paid. Daycare, all these things have to be paid. Mm -hmm. What's going to take care of that for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why many of us we we jump in, we jump to debt, we jump into. And mind you, I'm I'm not anti taking out a loan. I'm not anti Mm -hmm. getting investors. I'm pro those things. But it's like, there's a quote, and I think uh, Mark Cuban said this. He was like, he's like, if you ever, if you have to start, if you have to go into debt to start a business, mm. it's a bad business, or you're a bad yeah, business owner. I heard you, that you, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I heard that. And so, like you mentioned, it's like, yo, you can be your own investor in your own business <laughs> exactly. from the job that exactly. you're working. And mind you, anybody, technically everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's a lot easier to do that. At eighty thousand dollars, then at twenty, thirty thousand, exactly. Trust me. Big facts, <laughs> exactly. bro. So I love that, love mm-hmm. that. So definitely make sure y'all, again, y'all giving some game during this episode. Those of y'all that are aspiring business owners, yo, and you're like, okay, man, should I get in tech? Should I, should I start a business? Should I invest? Boom, do both. Get in tech, take that tech bag, mm-hmm. you know. And then we'll, we'll talk later about how you actually, if you, you want to get a business loan, how you can actually get a bigger business loan. Oh yeah, they will trust you more. With them seeing that you have a job in tech, but that's a whole another little sidebar. All right, so look, so so let's get a little bit deeper into the weeds. So, so you started that company, eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. What happened from there? Like, where'd you go? So crazy thing about it is, I started that company eighty uh, eighty thousand, forty dollars an hour, yeah. and I actually started building a relationship with my boss. Okay, that, that was probably the most. That's probably the best thing, one of the best things that happened to me, right? Okay. I built a relationship with him. So it was mm-hmm. December, roughly around December twenty fifteen. He said, Chris, how much you make? So, cause I'm going, I went through a contracting group, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, the contract is making probably about 150. Yeah, offer you, know, offer of yeah. me, and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting uh, 40 dollars. So they probably making like a good 80 dollars now. I'm getting 40 dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he's like, "How much you make?" I told him 40 dollars. He said, "Go ask for five more dollars," right? So he said, "Go ask for five more dollars." So I went back to the lady, cause I'm, cause keep in mind. I just went back, came back for making seventeen dollars. So yeah. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, you, yeah. Bro, I'm, in, I'm, I'm cool with the forty. Though. I don't want to, I don't want to rough nobody's feathers, right? So <laughs> I went in that ask for five. When I say she got hot, got mad, mm-hmm. X Y Z. So I'm like, okay, I'm a chill. I'm, I don't want nobody to take me away. He said, no, go back in there and tell her you want five. So I went back in there, and next thing you know, January twenty twenty, uh, January twenty sixteen, she called me to the office. She's like. Don't tell nobody I did this. We do not negotiate after a contract. So boom, I got the file. I got a file to raise. Yeah. But that told me 
that I'm the prize <laughs> and they need me. Yeah. So now I understand, I understand the game. So I left. So after an 18-month contract there, I went to Bank of America. Went to Bank of America. They was offering like 50. I said, no, I want 55. So from that, that point on, I knew that you every better. time. You see what I'm saying? You so I knew it, from that point on, I knew every time they offered me something, I was asking 5 to $10 more. Hmm. Y'all better write that down. <laughs> Five, look, if, for those of y'all getting those of y'all that's like a little mathematically yeah. inclined, I'm not the best, best mathematician, <laughs> but $40 an hour to 45 so you're like, oh, it's five bucks. That gets from 80000 to 90000 90, Mm-hmm. That's how much? Yep. Ooh, love that. Yep. So then, so I went to Wills, I went to Bank of America. Yeah. $55,000. I mean, $55 an hour. Yeah. And uh, the person who came in, he was making like forty seven. So I'm like, yeah, I'm above you. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Anyway. Okay. But uh, so long story short, I worked there for a while, got hired on, made made more relationships there. Relationships is big, right? Yes. Made more relationships there with on projects. I was working on all that good stuff. And then this one guy was talking to him and said, hey, I want to go full time at Bank of America. And he's like, man, I was looking at bringing you on as a contractor for me after this contract was over. So that story kind of ended, but because he left, so I actually got hired on at Wells, a Bank of America, making like one fifteen, I believe, with fifteen percent bonus, or one twenty with fifteen percent bonus. Oh, so it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's good. And then uh, the next lesson that I learned about how to operate these this corporate America world, yeah. my boss sent me down to interview. She said, "Chris, after two years, you shouldn't be in this role no more." Mm. She's like, "After two years, don't be in this role no more." So before my two years was up, she had bounced already. So what okay. I learned is. People bounce from place to place, and every place they go to, they make more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that so, is. So, uh, so the, my the guy that I was the guy that I was talking to at Bank of America, when I told him I wanted to go full time. He went to Wells Fargo. Mm -hmm. He said, "Chris, let me get lunch one day because we all downtown Charlotte, so we get together, right?" Yeah. When he got lunch, he said, "Chris, I'm at Wells Fargo. I want to bring you over to Wells Fargo." Boom! He bought me over to Wells Fargo. Bigger bag, bigger bonuses. Then Wells Fargo, I had a couple more had a couple more gigs. I'm in uh, data analytics and all that good stuff, right? So I got another job making uh, another job inside of Bank of America. Cause he left and went somewhere else. And then when he went somewhere else, he called me again. Chris, I'm over here. I want you to come with me. Same brother that bought me from Bank of America to Wells, from Wells to the new place. Oh man. And Ten times bigger bag, bigger mm. bag. That's why I say it's a blessing, right? It was, it was a blessing, but none of this would have happened like I personally don't feel like I'm qualified for either one of the roles I ever had. Bro, I love you saying that so much because, and y'all let us know. I'm sure y'all can resonate with this yeah. in the comments. Like, how many of y'all sometimes are like, man, okay, I want to get in tech, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like I won't be qualified or right. I'm, I'm afraid to have imposter syndrome. <laughs> I tell y'all all the time, I have never, I've never felt fully qualified no. to do what I've been doing in no. tech. Now, I've done it. I've done the job. Mm -hmm. I've crushed it. I've killed it. Right. But I've never, ever felt 100% like, yo, I'm just, I just know that right. I know that I'm good. Exactly. And so I love that you mentioned that because if somebody y'all see this, like, hasn't just been in one company. He's been in a variety of companies. He's been crushing it. And even he says, like, yo, I've never felt qualified. But yeah. guess what? He in this thing. <laughs> and he killed it. Bro, I Definitely. love that. Definitely. And, when, when, and the crazy thing about it, even you say about being qualified, I remember the, uh, <laughs> the first job I got, right? Like, so keep in mind, I'm coming out of Lowe's. I'm downtown Charlotte with people. They got these suits on and everything. And I'm walking yeah. around like, bro, I'm out of place. I'm feeling yeah. out of place. So one of the first things I had to do was uh, do this dashboard, Excel document dashboard. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to do it. I knew how to do some Excel stuff, but I didn't really know how to do it. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I wake up, open my laptop, go to YouTube University, yeah. how to create a Microsoft Excel dashboard. I sit there and did every single thing that video said do. I did it the next mm. morning, gave it to my boss. 
He was blown away. I said, holy crap, I'm in here. I said, yeah. no turning back, man. Locked I said, there's no turning in. back. I'm in. I got the answers right. I got some of the answers right here, but yeah. you just got to understand what you're looking for, the concept. Yeah. yeah. Bro, that is fire. Yeah. I love it, but I think the biggest piece, there's a few few different things you've already mm-hmm. said, and I don't want people to miss it. Like, y'all hear, we hear the money, we hear the, the mm-hmm. story, but there's like some real nuggets that he's dropping throughout the conversation. I want to make sure y'all are picking up. One, Talk about that relationship piece. How oh, important yeah. it is to have those relationships. Oh, yeah. Because had he, and, and this this happens a lot, y'all. And, and the whole purpose of these conversations is to make sure that that we're helping people like make the right decisions as mm-hmm. you're getting in the industry. A lot of people are getting in the industry and they're like, "Oh, I'm good. I mean, I'm good. I'm gonna kick my feet up. I'm gonna chill out. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just do the job. That's it." You know, it's a lot of running jokes where people say, oh, man, I ain't trying to be in no meetings or, oh, when, when your coworkers <laughs> trying to have small talk, your manager wants to have small talk, ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. You already said that small talk, those relationships, mm-hmm. the most valuable thing that we have in this world is relationships. Oh, yeah. Those relationships that he had was the common thread mm-hmm. that allowed him to be able to make those different moves that he was able to make. And so... Like, understand, don't don't be one of those people that are just, I'm just getting it back and that's it. No, relationships matter. Yeah. So people matter. And so, so one, I want y'all to catch that, Jim. The other piece, of course, we already touched on how the whole, okay, he might not have felt like he was fully qualified and stuff, but he did it anyway. But the third piece I want to make sure y'all peep game to is how when he realized he couldn't do the work, he didn't just say, oh, I, I can't do it, that's it. <laughs> right. He figured out a way. He he, he oh, used yeah. the resources that were before him. Mm-hmm. And really, that's what he's doing the whole time. Like Whether you're talking the relationships you yeah. had or if you're talking using the, the resources in terms of like YouTube. Right. And so it's important that we're not just getting in this industry and we're just like, oh man, I've kind of hit a wall. Mm-hmm. Leverage those relationships. Leverage the free available resources that are out there. You know, so bro, I love that for you, but that's fire. Yeah. That's fire. I'm praising. Yo, so for everybody that's interested in what this guest is talking about and you will love a similar career, I suggest you check out Course Careers Bootcamp. Course Careers is a bootcamp that I have been partnered with for well over a year now, and they have helped more people break into tech, I'll be honest, than any other bootcamp that I've personally seen. So look, Course Careers is only 500 bucks. That's it. But if you use our discount code Cyrus50, you'll get an additional $50 off. So that way all you pay is actually $449. That's it. No additional price later, no extra cost, extra fees. That's it with the price for course careers. Now they're a self-paced boot camp that you can take and be able to get a variety of different roles in tech. So make sure you check them out. Use our link below in that discount code if you want an additional $50 off and keep us posted on your journey breaking into tech. So look. So you are an SVP mm-hmm. of your of a Fortune 500 yeah. company. I work for Citibank. I can say that. Okay, Citibank. Citibank. Okay, bet. Bet it up. Citibank. <laughs> yeah, Citibank. Hey, Citibank. Shouts yeah. out of Citibank. So SVP at Citibank. And SVP, that's a senior vice president, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure we're clear. And so there's a lot, a whole lot of acronyms. <laughs> right. It's a lot Everywhere, of acronyms exactly. around here. So I was like, let me be clear. Because I want to mm-hmm. say something. You would have been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this Negro here. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, I, that, and that'll be me. <laughs> People be in the comments like, bro, how you got a podcast talking about this stuff and you don't know? <laughs> you don't even know who you interviewing. <laughs> For real. So, uh, senior vice president mm-hmm. at Citibank. Mm-hmm. And what exactly does a senior vice president of a Fortune 500 company mm-hmm. in general do? Yeah. So, my particular role, I'm in data analytics, risk and controls. Okay. So, my whole thing is any type of technology that we have in the, in, in the company. Like, say, for example, if we have... Uh, 
say for example you have like tableau or any just any technology that you may have i'm responsible for making sure the risk and controls are in line that this this particular program is making sure the data comes out smooth if the data comes out inaccurate i have to make sure that controls are there what's the risk what's the inherent risk residual risk all these other things okay cool so we hear what you do let's talk about the value because people are because one of the things that happens is people are like Yo, man, these these companies paying what for for what? Right. <laughs> so tell people, like, let right. let's say mm-hmm. now this wouldn't happen at, at, at Citibank, especially not with you. You there making sure everything's happening mm-hmm. proper. But let's go on a scenario world. Let's say you weren't there. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone else was there and they just weren't caring about the job. They weren't doing their job. Right. What what is the threat? Like, what is the potential threat mm-hmm. that Citibank or just a company in general would face? Without having somebody that that's in your position, well, I mean, we can talk. We can talk like real companies, right? Let's talk about Wells Fargo. Let's do it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Wells Fargo has. You know, I was there before, so I can. But anyway, Wells Fargo had a lot of things, and they had a lot of uh, things happen, right? Mm-hmm. So you get fined what four billion dollars or something of that nature. Ooh. Repetition. Mm. First, the most important thing that any bank care about is not even the money; it's the reputation. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? If they yeah. reputation take a hit, of course the money's gonna follow after that, right? Yeah. But you think about if you have the right risk and controls in place, these things do not happen. Man. People do not take money out of people's account if there's a control in place saying that, hey, this is something there's a red flag right here. This should not have come out of this account. Let's go and investigate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why you that's why risk and controls is very important yeah. because it keeps the bank reputation intact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's important to mention that because Many times people people are getting in this industry and they see the money and they see the job, they see the, the role mm-hmm. and they don't fully comprehend, they don't fully comprehend the gravity of the value of that role yeah. mm-hmm. and the value that it brings. Because even you mentioned it, like some people would, uh, and what, what first off, like what what's a good ballpark? You don't have to say exactly how much you're getting from your job right now, mm-hmm. but what's a good range of a, of somebody in your position? Yeah, you should be in the, tw- in the mid 150s to 200, 225. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So someone will hear that and they're like, "Yo, one hundred fifty to two hundred twenty-five thousand mm-hmm. for that." And they're like, "Man, but it's like if, if y'all peep game, we say like that role could save the company billions, right? With the beat. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of <laughs> right. like, like in terms right. of what they're paying. So mm-hmm. that's why it's like, yo, the the opportunities, the money that's in this space. It sounds so crazy, but realistically, it's like." Somebody in, in his position, it's like if, if he wanted to, he could continuously ask for more because of the yeah. value he's bringing, especially uh, with crushing it within the industry. So, bro, this, all right, so there's a lot more I want to talk about. Oh, man. All right, hopefully we got time. We're going to try to get through as much as we can, y'all. Because <laughs> as y'all can tell, I'm excited about this conversation. I'm enjoying it. So, look, bro, let's take a bit of a pivot. So, look, okay. you're a young man making money in tech, business and trading. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men today especially men that have the opportunity to be in a position like yours, they're kind of in a mood right now where they're like very anti-marriage. There's like an anti-marriage right. movement going on. There's a very there's a huge gender war that's mm-hmm. going on right now. We see it with Facts. a lot of goofy, toxic content online for both <laughs> men and right. women. But right. that being said, you know, a lot of them will say like, bro, if I was in your position, bro, I'd be playing the field. I'd be doing this. I'd be doing that. What are your thoughts on, one, the state of relationships today, but two, more importantly, your thoughts on like marriage and family? Yeah, no. Nah, so I say... I got married in 2015. Okay. I got married. Damn, one, was, this, was that the same year everything took off? Same year everything took off. Mm-hmm. So you see where I'm going, right? I got the job a, a week before I got married. Wow. Yeah. So oh, because she was your girl at the time. She's my fiance at the time. Yeah, fiance. Mm-hmm. So when the whole like Cuba Gooden Jr. Junior, all that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So we in the middle of planning the wedding. 
You see what I'm saying? Wow. So, oh, so that was extra pressure on you. Yeah, I'll, you know, everything. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if I wouldn't have gotten married, I don't think I would be in the place I would be. Oh. You see what I'm saying? And this and this is why this is why I say this, right? And this is not for everybody, so I'm not saying, yeah. you know, so but I truly feel like if the most the most high has charged all of us with something to do, right? And we're responsible for the actions that we take. Yeah. If I'm out here hurting this woman, this woman, this woman, this woman, mm-hmm. how can the most high look down on me and say, you're doing something great and I want to elevate you? Wow. But at the same time, if I'm a child of the most high, so is that lady, so is that lady, so is that lady, so is that lady. Come on. And I'm leaving all this baggage on them, hurting them, hurting them, hurting them. The most high, how is the most high looking down on me smiling? Man, it, that's it, real. That's kind of how I look at it, right? Yeah. So, No, bro, that, th- those are facts. I mean, I say, I mean, let us know what y'all think. If y'all agree or disagree in the comments, mm-hmm. do y'all think like, man, that stuff don't matter? You know, it is what it is. You know, everybody take their L, everybody take their licks. Mm-hmm. But no, bro, I, I believe that entirely, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm happy that you shared that. I think it's it's important that, especially as men, that, that we kind of take that on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can say a lot about this, but I actually want to like swing it over to Eric real quick because I mean, Eric is Eric is also married, mm-hmm. got a beautiful family. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Like, what, what, yeah. what's your take on? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. On kind of the, the state of everything as well as like kind of that mentality that's going on right now. Well, of course, there's a bunch of trash that, <laughs> that a lot of people talk about uh, because it's foolishness. Uh, they don't know that we are better together and that we're, right. we're better equipped together. But also just when you when you transition to that space of marriage, just how you said, how your life changed uh, mm-hmm. once you got married. Like there's something that you can't even like in your singleness. You can't even fathom the amount of grace or the change that happens yeah. once you say I do. Like there's yeah. something that's, that's supernatural that happens that uh, that. Uh, that allows you to cover more than just yourself because mm-hmm. we really are coverings. Yeah, and once yeah. you once you get, uh, enter into that covenant uh, relationship with with your wife or op- opposite or well now it's not opposite because they're not covering you. I mean it's mutual. You're submitting mutually to one another. But right. once you're in that relate covenant relationship, God is going to give you a different grace to mm-hmm. uh, to cover your wife. And then of course as you as you uh, branch out and have kids, like. He will do the same where there will be a supernatural grace that comes upon you that you'll be able to have something to provide for not just your wife but for the kids because he wants us to be fruitful and multiply. Right. And you're not going to do that uh, rightly single. Uh, you're not going to be fruitful and multiply that way. That's just outside of the bounds of what God, how God wants us to do it. Right. Not that it doesn't happen, but like when you do it in that way, like there's transformation that happens. Yeah, that's I so real. So. I believe so. I mean... 
a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and just like you mentioned obtains favor so you mm-hmm. talk about like that favor like something additional comes on an additional favor so that that's definitely beautiful i love it so look so we talked a little bit about people that are trying to get to the bag in mm-hmm. business or investments but they have a little bag already so we're like yo getting text you can get a big right. bag so now you can either be an investor into your business mm-hmm. or you know use the, and or use that money into investments let's flip it on his head there are a lot of people right now I've been noticing getting in tech. Again, they chilling, kicking their feet. They're like, yo, I'm getting, I'm, I'm eating good. I'm getting 100, 40, 150, maybe even 200,000. Right. They're like, man, I'm straight. It's like they're not thinking about anything else. They just living their best life. Mm-hmm. Living, especially right now, it's like a whole tech, like it's cool to be in tech. That's the whole yeah, tech yeah. culture thing. And again, yeah. if it wasn't cool to be in tech, tech is new black would not be a thing. So we love it. We're here for it. Mm-hmm. We support it. We promote it. Mm-hmm. That being said, what would you say to the person that's like, yo, I'm making good money in tech. Right. Why should I care about investing? Yeah. So for for me, for example, I love my position that I'm in, mm-hmm. but it's a weight on my back. Okay. I feel like yeah. every every day I go to work, I'm still not free. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm big on freedom. Yeah. I I want my freedom. Mm-hmm. Whenever I they once they give me that laptop. Now, I, now that laptop is my is those chains around my neck. Nah. You see what I'm even if I'm remote, even I'm, if, if I'm remote, because right now I'm remote right now. They can still exactly. call me. They can call me. I gotta have these meetings. I want to X Y Z. But the same time is it's something that you. It's still something that I would do. I would do it because that chain ain't those chains work better than McDonald's chains. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> right it's better than all that stuff. We're but I, but the thing about it is too. when you start right exactly when you start investing right. The main thing is when you start investing. If I'm making 140, 150,000 over here, if I take some of those funds and put it over here and say I'm gonna invest it into the stock market, or whatever, now I buy a two-year contract on SPY, SPY go crazy. I just made a cool 50, 60, 70, 80 thousand dollars over here doing absolutely nothing. All because I understand how to work invest about investing. Because you think about that 140 after you take away ta- take away taxes. Boom, you come over here, 80,000 take away taxes. It's a beautiful blend. Mm, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful blend. So that's why that. I tell people, I remember being on the, on the train going to work. Man, I used to see everybody on the train and work in their nice suits and everything. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is dope. This is dope. And I fell in love with it. But then when I got experienced and exposed to something different, I'm like, man, I can really be making 300, 400, 500,000. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. a totally different ballgame. Yeah. I set myself up for the long run. Bro, that's fire. Yeah. I love it, bro. So I know that. I know that you also teach some stuff. So, again, you, you work in tech, and I, and I was looking on your, your social, and I was looking mm-hmm. at information. I was like, okay, cool. He's teaching nine to five people, like, how to, you know, and I, I don't want to, like, mess up the, uh, can you say it for oh, me? Yeah, teach basically, how to people. teach. So, if you work a full-time job, I'm teaching you how to make additional income, yeah. trading stock ops while still working your full-time yeah. job. And mm-hmm. I love that so much because, I'm going to tell you, y'all, y'all know, God's been good. We've been getting to the bag and say, <laughs> nevertheless, I'm going to be real with you, bro. Like, I ain't going to cap. Lately, uh, Eric asked me yesterday. I was in New York recently, and Eric was like, "So, what you doing in New York?" I was, I was I was hanging around some some other like influencer people that's making money, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, I I was around some dudes, some young boys, and I mean, I'm like, they get into a bigger bag, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what is these young dudes doing that they mm-hmm. got a bigger bag than me? Right? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're investors. Yeah, I know a cat averaging twenty five thousand a day in the stock market. It's a crazy. day." It's crazy. Trading options. It's crazy. A day. It's crazy. Ooh. Okay, so, so yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's crazy. I started seeing that, and and that that just happened recently. And mind you, I knew it was a bag mm-hmm. in invest. I knew it was a bag and all that yeah. stuff. But 
in my mind, I was like, yeah, it's a bag. But I was like, ah, I'm getting to the bag, too. We all get into the bag. But I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Some of them get into a bag that I ain't even touching. Yeah. And Insane. I was like, but wait. I said, I could take the bag I'm getting. I can continue this bag mm-hmm. and then put my bag into what they doing and scale that bag. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, no. I said, I, I got to start looking into this <laughs> stuff a little bit. I got to start looking into this. So, so what, what's some... I, I know you. I know you. Obviously, you teach it. You instruct people. You mm-hmm. help people be able to do all of that good stuff. What are some like little quick tidbits? This this wasn't even in my notes to ask him, but I'm just like, yo, hold on. Let, let me get <laughs> let me get a little bit of free game while gotcha. I got it right here. What are some like just little quick little nuggets you could drop on some people on some things they should like consider doing? Yeah. So this thing about it, the stock market always goes up. Yeah. Even if it goes down on a downward trend for a minute, the stock market goes up. So for someone that's in tech, this this is this is very important. I'm about to say, listen, for someone that's in tech. When you trade stock options, you can go out and buy a two-year contract, right? So basically what a two-year contract means, I can hold this particular stock for two years, but by the end of two years, I got to sell it. So if you go and buy the S&P 500 right now yeah. and you hold out for two years, say next year or next six months from now, 12 months from now, 18 months from now, the, the S&P 500 went up 50, 60, 70, 200 points. Yeah. Do you know how much money you just made by investing in a two-year contract? How much? Mm-hmm. Tell you just us. made a lot of money. You probably made over a hundred something thousand dollars, especially somebody who's in tech who has the money to put into it. Mm-hmm. When I first started trading, I lost sixty two thousand dollars. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't ask yeah. somebody for help. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Guess what? Guess how? Guess how I was able to live? Because I'm over here, one of these. I don't know which bank I was at. With I think Wells Fargo. I'm making over. I'm making hundred thousand dollars a year plus 20 percent bonus. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it take it takes away that it, it still hurt. I lost sixty two thousand, but yeah. at the same time. My family didn't go out and go without eating. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No bills didn't go unpaid uh-huh. because I had that, 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 that thing I could lean on. Yeah. But that's why I tell people, if you in tech and if you have a nine to five, use your nine to five as leverage yeah. to catapult your lifestyle. Yeah. Like Storm Lee will always say, your nine to five should be your first business partner. That's so real. First business partner. That's a bar. Your nine to five should be your first business partner. Yeah. And don't let that slip what I just said about a two-year contract. Yeah. Like if you in tech and you getting, and you making some money in tech, Go look for stocks. Find which stocks are a great place to buy yet. You buy it and let it sit for two years. You might only let it sit for a year. It might only sit for eight months or six months. And next thing you're going to say, holy crap, this thing I invested, this is up $40,000, dollars $70,000. Yeah. You're going to be like, holy crap, did this yeah. really just happen? Yeah. You're going to be in a meeting with your boss and you're going to look at your phone. And your phone going to say P&L for the day, fifty thousand. I mean, uh, 10,000 PL open, 60, 70,000. You're like, I just made $70,000. I'm sitting here talking yeah. to my boss. <laughs> That's real. You got to tell them, though, that, uh, they got to keep their emotions in check when they oh, see it going means. down, though. Because if, you, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you ain't got your emotions in check, yeah. you're going to be a wreck with hey, if you six, see it going hey, down. 62,000. <laughs> <laughs> And that was that was that after you were in tech? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense because you want to have the money it. to be yeah, exactly. That's what funded the whole thing. Yeah. Being able to put that first deposit in there didn't come from me working at Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. That's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bro, that's so fire, dude. I love it. so see I definitely gotta look into that stuff. And uh yeah, because I, I know that some some people lose like people lose money, they gain mm-hmm. money, and so one of the things I have noticed is like, okay, it's important for people to make sure that they're 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 tapping in with somebody that's like teaching them the right things to right. do. Mm-hmm. Not that everything's ever one hundred percent like always going to go up, mm-hmm. but as I heard somebody say recently, uh, they were actually on Anthony O'Neill's on podcast. Shouts out to uh, Anthony O'Neill, uh, the table with Anthony O'Neill. And they said, they said, look, I can guarantee you one thing: you're gonna lose money. <laughs> and right. I was like, right. I said, yo, I appreciate that raw mm-hmm. honesty, like straight up, because it's like, yeah, we all want to make money, we want this, we want that, but it's like, yo, like, 
also realizing, hey, there are always risks with things mm-hmm. as well, but like anything that's worthwhile is gonna be a bit of a roller coaster. Yes. If you're interested in breaking into a six-figure career in tech or scaling to over half a million dollars in tech, then this video is for you. If not, then just swipe away. But I was able to break into the tech industry October 2021, and in my first year, I scaled to over half a million dollars in tech. My second year, I was able to gross over a million dollars. More importantly, I was able to freely help over 600 people break into six-figure tech careers as well and scale further in the industry. Now, the number one question I've been getting from people is how was I able to do this? How was I able to make so much money? How was I able to also help as many people as I've been able to help? Well, aside from doing coaching calls and trying to spend a whole bunch of time helping people individually, I've decided to create the Tech Rich Program, where I literally break every single thing down that I've done and what I've been doing to show others how they can break into tech faster or scale to over half a million dollars plus within their first few years in the tech industry as well. All you gotta do, click the link in my bio. All the information's there. Check out the description. Message me if you have any other questions. And I'll see you on your journey scaling in tech. All right, bro, so look, so we, we gotta jump into this, because, you know, okay. I'm sure y'all been hearing all the time him saying, you know, mention the most high, mention the God, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So listen, so as a believer, because mm-hmm. stuff's going crazy right now. We got AI, robotics, right. all the interesting <laughs> things that are happening. Yeah. And a lot of believers are seeing things that's happening with technology, and they're like, yo, man, this is, you know, this is this is evil. This is the mm-hmm. devil. This is like we shouldn't fool with any of these things at right. all, you know. And then of course, like you add on top of that, you are talking about like black people. Like black people be spooked about stuff. <laughs> we don't know things about. Don't take it to the extreme. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it's like, as a a, a black God fearing man, what do you think about? Because I mean, you're you're dealing with tech, like mm-hmm. you're in the industry, like you you know you're involved in some things. And it's like, what are your thoughts when you see the technology, you see the things that are happening, and you you hear people in our community? You know, or you hear people that are also God fearing. They're like, "Yo, don't fool with that stuff. That stuff crazy. That stuff spooky." Right. What is your thought process behind that? Uh, I don't, honestly, I don't get into. I don't really fall into it. I mean, because listen, I'm technically my life ten times easier. Yeah, you Come see, on. technology, AI, all these things make life easier. Yeah, you see, what I'm saying. So if we, uh, who I think it was, who was it? Was it Henry Ford who said? If I ask somebody, I ask somebody about uh, what they want. Yeah, they would have said a faster, faster horse. horse, right? A faster yeah. horse. Like no, you need something. It's something. This is different, yeah. right? You know, if, if if I call him Yahshua, but Jesus is Yahshua. Yeah, right? yeah If uh, if Jesus was still taking that same boat that uh, almost got turned over in, in <laughs> when the storm right. came, that'd be a problem, right? Now we got cruise ships, yeah, like big ships. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so man, it's a progression, yeah. right? But uh, no, I, I think AI is here to stay. I yeah. love it, oh, yeah. and I definitely think uh, that's why I'm investing in Nvidia, AMD. All these things. Hey, hey y'all hear small little nuggets. Let's small little nuggets. Y'all hear? I was gonna ask and say, "Yo, you an investor?" I said, yeah. "You, you putting some of them investments?" Drop into a few this tickers. AI drop a few tickers in the podcast, <laughs> yeah. real quick. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, good. So we we love it. Uh, Eric, like you was about to say something. Uh, right? Nah, I was telling him to drop a few tickers in the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all heard a couple of them. He mentioned. He, he passively mentioned uh, Nvidia, AMD. You know, mm-hmm. and um. What does he say, Eric? AM, AMD. AMD. Hey, that's okay. hey. Is that the same thing? Do you know if that's the same thing as the semiconductors at all? Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we we recently had someone on. That I'm whole sh- sector is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we recently had a uh, semiconductor founder on. Oh, dope. Uh, actually, yesterday. Dope. So I'm not sure at the time y'all are listening and watching this if that episode drops yet because we don't know the order yet. But I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's, like, that's you dope. know. That's the crazy. It's, thing. it's a crazy. It's and the thing about it, it's not a wave where, in my opinion, it's not a, something that fad is going to come and go away. Oh, you know, AI is literally yeah. changing everything. Yeah, 
So if you somebody that want to get in tech, you need to make sure you're surrounded by and understand what's going on yeah. with that because companies going to start buying in. Even even the AMD, like the CEO of AMD, she was speaking at a conference. She was like, listen, it's going crazy right now. We got so many people that's want, that actually want to come in and use our uh, use our software basically because what we need, what we got yeah. going on. And just like you said, I was just going to double back just to say, just like you mentioned, like not to, not to fear that change because people gonna, people that people that's going to do evil are going to do evil whether they, whether with whatever <laughs> right. they got. Exactly. So they're they going to do some wild exactly. stuff with the stuff, but you just got to you got to be able to brace it because it's happening. It's, it's, you yeah. can't you can't avoid yeah. it. It's yeah. happening. Yeah, I'm of the belief that if people are are fearful because because no one's deep down, I don't think people are really fearful of the. AI is more so be it's, it's the same way you shouldn't be fearful of a weapon you should be a fearful uh, of who's holding who's wielding the weapon mm-hmm. and it's like if you're a person and I mean let me know like maybe y'all feel differently about this like if you're a person and you're like yo like I'm afraid of this stuff I'm fearful what's gonna happen it's like yo maybe you should get involved in it mm. so you can be a part of the people that are having some level of influence and, and listen y'all there's a lot of stuff we talk about in tech but AI is one of the things that's so new I promise you, those of y'all that are listening and watching right now, even if it's a year from now you're listening and watching, literally, it's still something that's so new and so early on. You could be an expert in this space within the next couple of years. You can be a thought leader in this space. You can be an influential person in Mm -hmm. this space. So if you're so fearful of it, it's not too late for you to literally come in and be a mover and a shaker and be a decision maker with some things that are happening. So, um... But one of the things I love uh, love about hearing hearing you talk, like I'm like, yo, this dude is having fun. It's like <laughs> you aren't just. It's like there are some people that you know they're like, I want to get taken the bag. It's like you're not just getting the bag. You are. I mean, all the stuff like you listing these companies, like you're really peeping game and really kind of enjoying. You know what? What's that quote? What movie is that? Where he was like. He's like, bro, I love the hustle. Oh, pay you oh, pay you full. Pay you full. I love the hustle. We listed all the black movies right now. We listed all of them. He's like, bro, I feel like one of them ball players. Yeah, so, yeah. It's I like, bro, as I listen to you talk about it, and you listen to these different companies, and, mm-hmm. and then you listen to the investment stuff, and you talk about the things you did in the industry. And it's like, man, one of the things I think about is how a lot of people hear about this tech stuff. They hear about AI. They hear about investing. Mm-hmm. They hear about all these things. And to them, it's like, man, it just sounds so boring. And I think, I'm like... <laughs> If you get into it, it's really just taking step after step. You mm-hmm. will realize how fire this yeah. stuff is. It is. Like how Because fi- I remember literally two and a half years ago, way before I was in tech, and I remember hearing this. I was like, bro, this stuff sounds boring. <laughs> and, and now, <laughs> now mind you, there, there are definitely still some times I hear people talk about some stuff, especially when people start getting into coding and talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be yeah. like, bruh. But it's like, man, a lot of the things, especially we talking about what the companies are doing, the technology, mm-hmm. the, the money you can make, the opportunities, the connections. I'm like, yo, this is, it's, I mean, we're just talking outside with Tiffany and it's like, yo, it's so many ways to get the bag, so many connections you can make, so many moves, so many things you can do. And it's like, yo, this is like Tetris on steroids. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's so many moving parts. Right. And it's like, yo, it's fun. It's crap. Right. It is. And I get, I get that vibe when I hear you. It is. Like, man, I'll be honest with you. To be to be here, even sitting here talking to you all about tech, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not supposed to be here talking to you guys about tech. Sure. Yeah, we're not saying? supposed to be here doing this either. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? So it's like the wall was pushed down and we walked into this door. The door is knocked down. We walk into this door. Let's not just sit there and be happy that I'm inside the house. Man, let's build our own house. Man. Come on. I'm telling you, man, when, man listen, I'll... <laughs> 
I told myself I will no longer just be happy being in the place. Being in the place. The most mm-hmm. high say you want to live life, live life more abundantly. So therefore, mm-hmm. I'm going to invest in the stock market. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to go crazy with tech. Yeah, crazy. You see what I'm saying? Go crazy go with crazy. it. When I walk, man, I walk into me for example. I walk into my well, not walk into. I work remote, but when I look, go to my job, and this is the crazy thing about it. The job I was making eleven dollars to seventeen dollars an hour with is the same place I'm at right now. Mm. This is what I just said. <laughs> when I was making eleven dollars an hour, been that company for nine years. On the other side, I came back on the other side. On the other side. And now I'm not gonna tell you exactly what I make, but I don't make seventeen dollars an hour. Ah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't make seventeen dollars an hour. I just, wait, wait. I just went to the other side. Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no. I, I, I got to clarify because I got to make sure I'm understanding yeah. what you said. Because if you saying what I think you're mm-hmm. saying, my head going to explode. Are, are you saying you're at the same, you're back at that company? I'm back at the company that paid, the company, the company that paid me $11,000 an hour. When I came back to that company, it's a whole other ball game. I'm the same person. He spun the block on <laughs> no, them. Yowzers. Think about this. No more education than I had when I was at the other when they was paying me my eleven to seventeen dollars. You haven't no more education. You haven't done anything for education. You literally just made that move, and the only education is just you learning on the job, learning, learning on the job, connections, learning on the job, and going Ooh. through that process. And now when I came back, when I signed my name on the dotted line, I didn't. When I signed my name on the dotted line, first thing that flat, first thing I said was all praise to the Most High. Next thing I did, I flashed back to everybody, the people, the person that. Everybody that did wrong when I was making that 11 dollars an hour, I'm like, man, I make. If you put this person who worked here, this person, this person, this person, this person you make all together, all I make all of them combined. That's it's a blessing, man. That's a, that's a beautiful story, a testimony. It sounds like uh, similar to uh, I think his name is Richard Martinez, the one who created the Hot Cheeto. He was a janitor. Uh, oh, that's, yeah, was, I saw that. He was a janitor yeah, yeah, yeah. for Frito Lay and mm-hmm. ended up bringing that recipe. And now he's yeah, now he's what he <laughs> yeah, like yeah. so it's crazy, right? Like it's like that's why I tell people, man, like it's it's nothing you cannot do. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you can't walk around. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I don't think this is gonna work for me, or I can't be like that person. You can exceed that person, like. I'm just Chris from a. I'm Chris Jackson from a small town in Rock Hills, a small uh, town in South Carolina, Rock Hills, yeah. South Carolina, mm. bro. And it's just crazy. I love it, man. It's a blessing, bro. That's that's a story. Yeah. That's a testimony. Yeah, it is. It's, it's that's crazy. Fire. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, man, <laughs> we we low key could end there, but we're not gonna end there because we, we got a couple more things. We got a little bit of time. We're gonna use this time. We use this time. <laughs> so. Bro, I love it. Love that for you. All right, so listen. So many different believers, God-fearing people, mm-hmm. they believe that making money doesn't matter. Because some people, and realistically, there's a lot of people that's like, man, I don't, I don't need money. I just need God. Mm-hmm. That money stuff don't matter. Right. You know, money, money's evil. Money's the root of evil. Money's the root of all kinds of evil. The, Twist the love, scripture. All that stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Of course, they be twisting scripture. Right. Twisting. Yeah. Nevertheless, I look at that stuff, and I'm like, of course, I think they're missing a the boat. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, when you when you hear that, and I'm sure you you don't strike me as a person where you spend a lot of time around a lot of people to talk like that. Mm-hmm. But by default, I'm sure you hear that or see that in some yeah. different ways. What are your thoughts on someone who is also God fearing, but they're like, ah oh, man, that money still don't matter that much, man. Yeah. Uh, personally, first thing I think about is they haven't actually took the time and sat down and read the Bible for themselves on their own understanding. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you re- if you read the Bible and you understand what the Bible is actually saying, and you mm-hmm. ask the most high for understanding, you're going to see that. And this is my personal opinion. 
you're going to see that the, the Bible is a, is a history book. Mm-hmm. It's the Bible is a history book about the children of Israel and everything that happens surrounding the children of Israel, yeah. right? Me personally, I feel like I am a, I am a, uh, one of the kids, children of Israel, right? Mm-hmm. I am a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when I read, it's a history book for me. So therefore, things that happen in that Bible, now I get the understanding of what happened in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So somebody's saying, listen, being rich is not good. You shouldn't have to have money. Abraham was not broke. Like, nah. Nope. Yahshua, Jesus was not broke. Jesus wasn't broke. They, nope. but what, they, he, was, he was rich from birth. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Jacob, was, Jacob wasn't broke. Yeah. These people were not broke in this Bible. They weren't. These were kings. You got kings and queens. Solomon was one of the richest kings of all time. Yeah, of all time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, big facts. You think about all that stuff. So why does the Most High, if he created this beautiful ocean, this yeah. beautiful mountain, he created all these things, but he want us to sit here, be poor, sitting right here in this small thing, doing a small little section, going, uh, living a life of repetitive back and forth and on this highway. It's the only thing you see. Yeah. No, he wants you to see this lake. He wants you to see this ocean, this thing, this yeah. thing, mm-hmm. this thing, all these things. The airplanes in the sky, who what mind did it come from? It came from the mind of the most high. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So therefore, you're not supposed to go on the mind. You're not supposed to go on the airplane. When the airplane was created by whose mind? The most high's mind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're supposed to sit back in your little house. And just chill and die, wait to pass don't, away. Don't leave your city. Don't, don't leave yeah, your don't city. Yeah, don't leave that. Don't let me stay, stay right stay, here. Stay I'm going to come right here, pay this 10% tithing. The most I'm going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I just say, listen, I say salute you, congratulate to you, but you haven't read that Bible for yourself because the most high want you to live life more abundantly. I guess that they, they don't read that part in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of parts they ain't reading. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of they not read that at all. They just repeat what they hear other people Bingo. say. Bingo. Yeah. That's why I say they haven't read it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I love that, man. I love that so much, bro. I always tell people this. I tell people that I am Joshua, mm-hmm. right? So I am Joshua. So in the Bible, the children of Israel, they when they was in captivity in Egypt. The whole thing was they was crying out to the Most High, crying out to the Most High, take us out of this captivity, take us away from this slavery. And then the Most High chose Moses to take them out of their captivity and take them into the promised land. Mm -hmm. Right. But we fail to realize that Moses never made it into the promised land. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. didn't. He fell short. He's able to see it, but he never made it into the promised land. Exactly. So who took them into the promised land was Joshua. Joshua. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Joshua took them to the land of that land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. Joshua did that. Yeah. The most I told Joshua, the same with I was with Moses, is the same I'm going to be with, be you. with you. If yeah. I tell everybody, listen, if you're watching this right now and you know that in your family that you're that person who's supposed to take your family out of their captivity into that promised land, you are Joshua. That's yes. why I tell everybody, I am Joshua. Yeah, come it's on. my goal. My, my aunts and uncles, they call me when they need a couple of dollars, right? Let's go. If I, if I want my kids to be able to, when they go into school, when they go into the real world, they start up here, not down here. Yeah. I started down here. My dad started down here. My mom started down here. But we starting up here. Yeah, bro. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, our grandparents, everybody did a great job. Yeah. But they did not take us into the promised yeah, they were the land. Moses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they were Moses. They were yeah. Moses. Now we are Joshua. There's too much information out here. So yeah. take your family into the promised land. Do what you're supposed to do for your family. That's one if you've been charged with that. So that's why I tell everybody I'm Joshua. You should be a Joshua too. Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Love it.